Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, joined by AJ Hayfley, as always. <clears throat> After, geez, it's been six, seven hours at this point, six and a half hours <clears throat> of free agency day, and still not a ton has happened. Certainly not with the Avs, but league-wide, outside of the goaltending market, there just have not been a lot of big names signed. But we still got a show to do, AJ. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> total uh, total dollars spent today so far, according to Cap Friendly, is $195 million. On a and bunch of dudes. I think about half of that was Matt Murray's contract. And yeah. The other half was uh, Markstrom's contract. Was Markstrom's contract? <laughs> yeah, two big goalie signings. I guess Holpe might get in for a piece of that pie too. But yeah, fair enough. I mean, both Holpe and Talbot were yeah. like meaningful money, and that is four goaltenders. I think Shattenkirk got the biggest contract of a skater at three years, three point nine million. Three point nine million as the biggest day one free agency signing. Yeah, which is so weird and backwards and and nonsensical in every sense of the word so yeah the uh um i know um like justin schultz got four million but over just two years right right a lot of those types of deals yeah lots of short-term stuff man um yeah and outside of goaltenders zero big dominoes have fallen. Yep. Not Hall, not Petrangelo, not even like the next tier of guys like Toffoli, Craig Smith, uh, TJ Brody, those types. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a stretched out situation. And and this wasn't fully unexpected on the, at least the super high echelon of, of Hall and Petrangelo. There was an expectation that they would take their time with this decision yeah. to some extent. With no tampering period, we're back through the top free agents going on tours and shit and you know yep. here's our on. here's our zoom here's our zoom conference call and now you have to come to our city and see our facilities yep exactly Taylor so, Hall gonna get one over by uh lollipop park I lollipop park shutting down what yeah they're auctioning off all of the like amusement rides and everything that breaks my heart well <laughs> that that's so much for free agency for the abs <laughs> it's over now. Yeah. It's done. They don't even need to go. They don't even need to bother anymore. <laughs> um, Caleb asks what your setup is. I'm curious. I don't know what your setup is now, but I know you're planning on getting a new setup at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what you're targeting, but you'll see. Okay. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's start with the ab signings. This will be quick. Uh, the Avs did re-sign Sheldon Dries to not anything special. I think he just accepted his QO, actually. Um, and then they added three uh, essentially AHL guys. Maybe you're talking about uh, a couple of tweeners here in Kiefer Sherwood, Mike Vecchioni, and Mika Salamaki. So. I was on mute, my bad. Yay, yay for the Eagles. Yeah, so. <clears throat> to me, this looks like you're looking at a top six of the Eagles of something like Salamaki, 
uh, Sherwood, Vecchioni, Greer, Bowers, Drys, and Bowers. Yeah. With, depending on where he goes, with Logan O'Connor. Yep. Maybe Martin Kaut. Dudes sprinkled in there as, as yeah. the rosters get solidified. Yeah. Definitely. Those guys also in there, depending on just how things go. Um, hopefully, they're, they chill. Like, hopefully, that's about about it. Yeah, I don't think they need more at this point for the AHL tier. Yeah, um, because and hopefully the AHL contracts are limited. Yeah, hopefully there's not. You can fully expect there to be like two or three. There always are. Yeah, but hopefully they're the Julian Nantel types and not the Eric Condra types. Yeah, kids that can play in your bottom six and yeah guys that you fully expect to shuffle back and forth between Utah and Colorado, depending on the ads. Yep. For sure. Because you want to give, you want to give time to Ty Lewis. You want to give time to Travis bear. And you especially want to give, oh, I forgot about TJ Tynan. He'll be in that top six. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, and you definitely want to give time to Nick Henry, especially well, give him real time. There it is. AJ. We went live. The first big domino falls TJ Brody to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Jesus. Per Elliot Friedman, still waiting on numbers and, and years and all of that. But it only took seven hours for a real skater to go somewhere. The big thing that that should do is that's one more Petrangelo. Yeah, Petrangelo out in Toronto now for sure. And that, Not that that's a Colorado conversation. We've talked about this over and over. It never really was. Um. Yep. But I am I am curious, you know, TJ Brody was the guy they trade they tried to trade Kadri for last summer and Kadri said no. So now they got him for free. Yep. A year later. Uh Matt Cook asks in a perfect world, could Lou uh, there's a word in front of that. I suppose I should specify for the not live crowd. Yeah. Uh it's not a not a Matt Cook fan, a very anti Matt Cook fan based on the word in front of that name uh, in a perfect world. Could Lewis and Henry be top six guys in the AHL? Henry, maybe. And yeah, exactly. I think Henry could be if he develops and, and things work out. Lewis is pretty much done. Yeah. Which I would is, just prefer to play that guy in your game and ELC play him. Same thing yeah, with Baron. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> well, next year, next year, I think that they're going to be, um, there's going to be so many forwards there. Yeah, with all the guys they have potentially coming in, it's going to be crowded. Yeah. Um. So curious what uh, curious what this Brody to Toronto money ends up looking like. Yeah. Like because I had it. I had it at what four years, five and a half to six million. Yep. Hasn't Maybe come five. in yet. We'll have to wait and see. Um. Yeah. But anyway, AHL guys, Sheldon Drys comes yep. back, whatever, it's fine. Yep, Drys comes oh, back, man. he'll be a guy. The new guys are all, they have <clears throat> NHL experience, but it's pretty limited and there's not a lot of upside to them, really. The frustration should probably set in when Sheldon Drys is on the opening night roster and Martin Kaut isn't. Yeah, that's a problem. But That's that's when you start to get annoyed, or, or TJ Tynan, whichever but, one of those guys sure. ends up picking over, over Kaut. When you sign a bunch of dudes to play in the AHL, that's fine. When they're beating out prospects that have proven they're ready for NHL roles, yeah. you got a problem. 
even even ahead of Bowers at this point, it's going to be a sour taste. Like it is, you, it is. You took the you took that guy to the bubble because you're trying to tell him we're good. We want we're we're ready for you to be a guy for us. Yep. So to to randomly drop three dudes in front of him would feel pretty bad. Yep. Um, so that's that's where the Avs stand right now. Look, the expectation is more is going to happen, not just for the Avs, but for around the league over the next couple of days. It's just going to have to wait and see, play things out. We'll see if one domino falls and, and things start to move and shake a little bit quicker or if everyone's just kind of going at their own pace here. But, I mean, there's still a lot of dudes out there. Yeah, this is really the first, um, I guess, Shattenkirk and Brody are really the only, like, impact guys. Yep. That are off the market at this point. So, yeah, I Others guys still on the market here include players like uh, Corey Crawford in the goalie market. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. But Mikael Granlund, Tyson Berry, Tori Krug, Mike Hoffman, Alex Galchenyuk, Sammy Batman, yeah, Greg, uh, Craig <clears throat> Smith, um, Cody CC, Tyler Toffoli. Yeah, Toffoli is really one of the dominoes I'm keeping a close eye on here. Yep, and I mean, even a little bit further down, guys like Matt Nieto still on the board. So a lot of work still to be done for a lot of teams. Yeah, I think. this is, I will say, this is the exact kind of environment that ends up with Vlad Nemesnikov coming back on a one-year Some deal for deal. two and a half million dollars or something. Because he doesn't have any quality offers. Yeah, yeah. That's that's this is exactly the kind of environment where that something like that happens. Yeah, I agree with that. He can find someone for cheap, play them, play the market a little bit for sure. Yeah, a, like a, a one year deal, I think, is is where um, some of these cats are headed one or two, depending on expansion draft and the team's needs. And all sure, that. sure. Man. The the specifics can be hard to really nail down, but general ballpark. As much as we don't, uh, I would say the bad news about this Brody thing is that as much as we don't want Toronto, just because it's fun to watch them flounder every year, but as much as you don't want good things to happen to them, Petrangelo going there also meant that Petrangelo stays out of the West. Yep. And that's a deep cut right off the top to St. Louis. Yep. Because if he goes from St. Louis to Vegas, it doesn't really help you. Right. The Avs still have to go through that team in the yeah. playoffs. <laughs> like <laughs> it just it just changes the focus of which team you're most worried about. Yep. So, so we'll you know we'll see. We'll see. I think is is what every GM in the league, except for like Florida, <laughs> is saying right now. Basically, yeah. Uh, not a whole lot of teams that were making big moves until Toronto did this one. I I'm looking through the the list of guys who got picked up and yeah, there really aren't that many. Most guys just kind of re-signing their guys or making little nibbling pieces around the edges uh, except for the goaltender market. So Toronto had 3.9 million in cap space before that signing. So. so are they over and just planning on moving somebody? Yeah. Well, and that's, that's with Mikhaev and Dermot. Uh, unsigned. Yeah. They have unsigned. So. so they have some work to do to say but that. That'll, be, that'll yeah. be their seventh defenseman, but that's also with Callie Rosen and Martin Marincin still and Timothy Lillard on the roster. 
you chop those dudes off and you know there goes Pag Noda doesn't have the year but he says it's a 5 mil AAV on Brody so I had it pretty close yep not far off I like his tweet it's a something yeah it's a year deal (laughs) it's a something yeah because I had said I had said four by five is what I would have wanted him on in Colorado. So Toronto going to be over the cap then, at least in the immediate. Yeah, or even if they cut those three guys off, uh, even if they cut Liljegren, Rosen, and Marincin off, uh, they'll be right. They'll be right on top. Right of about that. at the cap, yeah. With with dudes to sign, so that necessitates another move. You know, them them moving out of Kerford or an Andreas Janssen. Zach Hyman, whoever. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think that's the takeaway from today, mostly, is a lot of work still to be done. But we can take our first period break there, as it is time to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. I've had a few today, sipping on a vanilla porter right now. Always tasty stuff. You can get your Breckenridge Brew if you're local down at the farmhouse in Littleton, straight from the source. You can even get curbside pickup. And get $5 off when you use code DNVR when you give them a call at 303-803-1380. Or if you're out of state, you can always use the Breckenridge Beer Locator online on their website to find a liquor store near you that carries them. And, of course, we also have our gaming sponsor, WGT Golf, which now loved by more than 20 million people around the world. So you can jump in and play anytime you want. We have... Over 700 members now in the three DNVR clubhouses. Go to DNVR Golf and search for DNVR 3 in the game to join the clubhouse. Tons of different modes, tons of awesome courses to play, and there's always people jumping around and trying to win on DNVR Golf. It looks like it is a 4x5, AJ, so well done. Um, Moving on. Through the rest of free agency, let's let's talk Nailed about it. the one thing that did happen today, <clears throat> and that was the goalie market. It's not fully sorted out, but there have been some significant moves when it comes to that. Um, the Avs not particularly involved in it, but the carousel uh, is in full swing. With the two major moves is first of all Matt Murray getting signed by Ottawa to a $25 million total contract over four years. So that's six and a quarter million dollar cap hit per year for Matt Murray, which is big, big money and kind of following suit a little bit longer. Jacob Markstrom going to Calgary, signing a six year deal at a $6 million flat cap hit. Goalies ain't coming cheap, man. It's interesting to me that somebody watched this postseason, that these teams watched this postseason where Thatcher Demko almost stole the series. Yep. That Anton Kudobin led a team to the Stanley Cup final. That Michael Hutchinson almost brought a team back from a 3-1 deficit. That somebody going on, yeah. Somebody watched that. That these NHL general managers watched this happen and thought, "I need a goalie. We should. I need a top. I need to pay top dollar money. Yeah. (laughs) I need. I need to pay top dollar for goaltending. When and to me, to because to me, like Vancouver losing out on Markstrom and then going and getting Braden Holtby. Yep. For 
four point three mil yeah, per 4. year. Three mil for two on, years on a two year deal. Like that to me, that struck me as maybe the smartest piece of business of the day. Yeah. As much as I'm iffy on Holpe reverting back to previous form, that is that is the kind of commitment that's that you make to a guy that you don't have full confidence in, especially when you have a Thatcher Demko still sitting on your roster. You're not stuck that was, under that contract a couple of years from now. <laughs> exactly. And then that sets it. Look, if Thatcher Demko plays great next year, then you protect him and Holtby is prime expansion draft fodder. If the opposite happens and Holtby plays great and Demko's not very good, then you protect Holtby and, and Demko is prime expansion draft fodder. Yep. It works out very nicely for them, similarly to how the abs are set up. It doesn't really matter which guy plays better next year. As long as one of them steps up and does the job, that's the one that you protect. Yeah. And then you move on. I think it's pretty straightforward for them. They've set themselves up well. Um, Those are kind of the big ones. Holtby being the third uh, with with Markstrom and and Murray, who is really an RFA, but just got paid big money by Ottawa. Uh, But around the league beyond that, you have a couple other things. Cam Talbot. Relevant to the Avs going to Minnesota at 3.67 for the next three years. I don't think the Avs are too worried about that one. Yeah. When when people, oh, I don't think Philip Grubauer, this and that. Philip Grubauer is going to make less money than Cam Talbot. Yep. That's pretty crazy. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> so that Cam dude's Tal- going to. They're going to be the at least the platoon in Minnesota with Alex Stalock. Like, all right, man. Abs, will, abs don't mind facing that at seven times a year or whatever. Yeah. When is Shane Wright's draft class? It's 2022, right? Yeah, it's 22. Okay. So they're a little early on the tank unless they want to say this feels yeah. like they're setting up for it right now. Hey, that's why they gave them three years. <laughs> um, yeah, he is. He is. Okay. He is 22 because. That's that's where this is headed. They they are setting themselves up for Shane Wright territory. Uh, the old man that a lot of people in Avsland wanted, Henrik Lundqvist, ends up going to Washington, which was rumored before today. Uh, $1.5 million to go be their backup. Mm-hmm. Sure. Not too much to say about that one. To cool with that, man. They can enjoy... Um, they. I mean... That's a situation that made a lot of sense because they have a true, they have a number one guy, but he's really young. Yep. And you get, you get an experienced guy like Lundquist to come in and kind of, he can kind of be an ear for him, right? He's seen everything. He's done everything. He's a hall of famer. And Hey, if they, if they get into the playoffs, they get frisky and they go on and win a cup. The guy wins the Stanley cup. You think he's going to complain that he was the backup? No, <laughs> So that's I thought that that's a great landing spot for him. It's a great situation for him. He makes a lot of sense there. All all of the reasons why he makes sense in Washington were the reasons he did not make sense in Colorado. Pretty much. <laughs> so that's all good and well. Um, happy I'm happy for him. I think that's awesome. Yep. Uh, continuing on. Anton Kudoman ended up staying in Dallas for three more years at about uh, a three-point-something cap hit. I forget the exact number. But it's three, 3.33. There you go. $10 million over three years. So Kind of on the heavy end, I think. 
it feels for, yeah this feels like we just made the stanley cup finals and we'll run it back basically like for a 34 year old backup who just had maybe the two months of his life right played fantastically in the regular season and then in rounds one and and three of the playoffs yeah so not sure if i'd be feeling great about that if i was dallas but it's like it's perfectly fine uh ben bishop insurance but now they have both of those guys signed for three years and they're have a lot of money invested (laughs) and they've got first round pick jake ottinger is already already has one of those playoff games yeah well and he's he already has over 40 games of ahl experience yep like the this this is a conversation where they need to start looking for a route for promotion for jake ottinger and maybe not next year but when you have two guys who are signed for the next three years you don't have an open pathway for that guy to, to break in and take a, take a job here. Yep. Unless, unless your plan and Ben Bishop has an NMC and I could feel, I feel pretty decent that Seattle's going to look at Dallas's roster and not be like, we've got to have Kudo. Yeah. I think they're going to be other things on the table there, Sp- particularly because on the forward side, Tyler Sagan, NMC, Jamie Ben, NMC, Joe Pavelski, NMC, Alexander Radulov, NMC. So they can't let any of those older guys hang out there and and not be exposed. And right now, you would probably think that their protects are Foxa, Hanson, Gurionov, the other yep. three. Yep. With maybe Jason Dickinson. Sure. But but even then, like they have to protect those four dudes on the forward side. So unless they want to do the eight skater thing, you they're gonna protect Haskinen. They're gonna protect Haskinen's eligible, right? Yeah. It would be Haskinen, Lindell, and Klingberg, and Klingberg on the right. So that leaves oh, the obvious the obvious candidates are the are Kudobin, Alexiak, and then the forward that they don't protect. Yep. And this is of course this is of course before they sign anybody this offseason. Right. That they could potentially add outside of Kudobin, which yeah. we'll see. But a, a team in a very precarious spot, I think, which we've talked about before a little bit, but um throughout the west of the the rest of the central division, there just hasn't been a ton going on. Um, you know, I guess Winnipeg went out and got Stastny last night, kind of. Yeah, Winnipeg. So Winnipeg was some interesting moves. Um, obviously, the Stastny thing, that's their 2C. That was arguably their biggest hole that was possible for them to fill. Yep. Um, Brian Little being ruled out from playing hockey next season, by the way. Or at least doctors recommend he don't play yeah. hockey next season. So that gives them a legit top six uh, that gives them Shifley and Stasny down the middle. And then they've got Wheeler, Connor, line a and Ehlers on the wings. That's a legit top six. Matthew Perot, Adam Lowry, Adam cop, Roslovic Harkins and Appleton. Those are all like, that's a fine bottom six. They're fine there. Yep. Um, what's, what's problematic is they need Neil Pionk to repeat the year that he did. Dylan DeMello, as as much of it was a, as it was like a breakout year for him, 
that was still a rich contract to give out to a guy that is probably still a bottom pairing guy. And then they brought back Nathan Bullio and Lucas Pisa. Like, Which, those are kind of just dudes on the defense yeah. side. <laughs> this is like when Colorado had a whole bunch of third-pairing defensemen where it was like, okay, like this is all good and well. These guys are fine third-pairing defenders, but when you have five of them... Yeah. When you're asking three of them to play 20 minutes a night plus, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, absolutely. So the Jets are... The Jets' defense remains their biggest question mark. Uh, Josh Morrissey uh, certainly needs a better year this year than what he had last season. Yep. Um, and then, you know, Connor Hellebuck, obviously, it's asking a lot for him to have the year that he just had. He's capable of it, but if you if you need that guy to have that year to be successful, just to be playoff uh, competitive, <sighs> haven't yeah. done enough yet. It's not great, and... And the rest of the century, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, the Avs took care of some in-house stuff and some AHL guys. Chicago, pretty much the same thing. Uh, St. Louis hasn't done anything. They're supposedly still talking to Petrangelo and trying to get him to come back. But they haven't made any moves. Uh, Nashville made some some kind of edge, edge-picky edge move. They signed Borowiecki and Matt Benning to round out yeah. the bottom pair of their defense. Yep. Each two got two year deals. Um, three mil. Benning, Benning got the mill. Yep. Boro got the two. Borbietsky. So, I can't say his name. I what I don't get is why they bought why they bought out Steve Santini to do that. Right to go get two old dudes that it's like the same role. <laughs> Especially when they've already they brought back Jared Tenorti and said we want him to be a regular, and then they have Dante Fabro, who is who should be a regular for them. It's definitely a little it's, bit weird. Yeah, it's it's like, do you remember the factory that we used to talk about being in Nashville, and they now they've churned out D. Yeah, now they've got Matt Benning, Mark Borietsky, and Jared Tenorti as guys that are going to see serious ice time for them. Shouldn't have traded Sam Gerrard, I guess. The hell happened? And the guy they traded him for, they just bought out. <laughs> yep, Kyle Turris, by the way, going to Edmonton for 1.65 million for two years outside of the, the Brody deal. Probably yeah. my favorite contract of the day. Certainly one of the more savvy moves of the day. Yeah. And, and like, look, maybe it doesn't work out and it's like, we're Edmonton, but given that it was two years and it's like 1.6 million. Yep. Uh, that's a great bet on their part that they get, they get a decent Kyle Turris. Yeah. It, not an expensive gamble for them. A, a team that desperately needs top six forward help. Yeah. So, absolutely. They, I mean, they just need forward depth. Yep. You know, they like just need like guys, reliable guys. Yeah. Guys with pulses who can give them okay minutes, who just aren't going to go on the ice and give back everything that McDavid and Drysaddle have gotten them because McDavid and Drysaddle have that problem themselves. <laughs> so uh, yeah and um the jets tried to give Roslovic the 2c job and he just never really did much with it Puli yarvi going back to edmonton that's a who knows right yeah uh, so that's you, i mean it's good for him i'm i'm glad we're gonna get to see him in the nhl and we're, we're gonna get to answer the question yeah. who is that dude we're yeah. gonna find out so 
Interesting stuff there. We can take our second period break as it is time to acknowledge Stravacraft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really changed lives. If you've never tried it before, it's a rich coffee, and you can use code DNVR20 to get 20% off your first order. I've seen some of the flavors. I actually don't know all of them, but I know Evan picked up some, like, marshmallow uh, uh, coffee-flavored, what are they called? S'mores. S'mores-flavored cbd coffee so give it a try today uh you can go down to the dnvr bar as well and pick it up cold brew there if you want to try it before you buy a full package of it and if you sign up for their subscription service you can get 20 percent off every single time you buy third period of the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook ruto and aj here trying to scrape something out of this free agency day um, I guess some of the other curiosities around here, Wayne Simmons going to Toronto, Bobby Ryan going to Detroit and stood out, stood out to me. Yep. Yeah. Because Bobby Ryan would have been able to get that exact deal from any number of For sure. contending teams. Yep. That would have been interest. That would have been intriguing. And instead it's like, is Detroit going to have another, whatever they had 40 some odd point season. Not good. It's not looking like it's going to be good. That's for sure. Yeah. And then, um, now, now he's just trade deadline fodder for a bad team. Yep. You know, he's going to, he's going to spend the, we're going to have a 62 game schedule and he's going to spend the first 40 games of that. Just dicking around with the red wings and while they are, while they be bad. Yeah, I guess, like, I totally see it from the Red Wings side. They're saying, hey, oh. we sign this guy and trade him for a third-round pick or yeah. whatever and get value. But From the Red Wings' perspective, this is easy This is easy business. Between him and Sam Gagne, yep. they've got guys that they can just dump on somebody at the, at the deadline for a couple of draft picks and just keep doing their thing. It's the exact thing. It's like the one thing that Colorado just failed could not figure yeah. out how to do during their rebuild. Yep. So... That was interesting. Uh, maybe the most interesting team, or at least the team that AJ and I were most confused by on the day, was Florida signing Radko Gudos to a three-year deal. I'm still getting emails from their PR department about players that they've signed. Signing Carter Verhage to a two-year deal. <laughs> signing Alex Winberg to a one-year deal. And supposedly in on like everybody under the sun as a team that we thought, well, you know, they have an internal cap and they're going to have to shed some stuff and figure it out. And they've just gone out and signed a bunch of random dudes. Yeah. Team that does not need forward help goes out and gets Alexander Wenberg, Vinny Hinostroza, and Carter Verhage, and Ryan Lomberg. So I don't know what Ryan Lomberg is, but they were they made a big deal out of his signings as well. So um, I do I do like uh, Gudis and Nudavara on the back end. That should help them. But it, it, you want to know what's next. It's not like it, it, there's helping and then there's a key piece to the future. And neither of those guys are long-term effective pieces. Yeah. Gudis there for the next three years at age 30. He's he's a, a mean third-pairing guy for them. Yeah. Nudavara prob- could could probably be his his partner. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um. So... I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to make heads or tails of this day, and I can't. Yeah, it's the 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 thing about this, and we've already said this, but this is what sh- what struck me about today 
it wasn't that Hall and Petrangelo didn't go. Usually those top guys don't, right? It's that everything behind them is all gummed up. And you have to assume that that is because of Hall and Petrangelo. Because so many teams think they have a shot at these guys. Yeah, and because because these guys are willing to take a one- or a two-year deal because they're in a weird environment or whatever, maybe they're not seeing the money that they thought they would get, and so they're open to those shorter deals. They're, they're, they have more of those to consider instead of it just being one or two teams. There's more for them to consider, and... With that, I mean, you just have to take your time. You got to work through them. You got to talk to your family. You got to talk to your friends. Yep. Talk to your, you know, work your connections and find out the ins and outs of an organization before you commit to them, even if it is just for a year or two. Because especially if you're taking, if you're gambling on yourself, you have to know what you're walking into. Yeah. You know, if, if you go rolling in, if you go rolling into, I don't know, some random ass contract with Dallas and they they don't use you correctly they or want you to play in their third line in a trap and not yeah, and, in your and offense or something yeah. you your offense you know taylor hall goes and signs there and puts up 35 points well the whole one year ban- gamble really isn't gonna turn out because now he has to go out and do it again yep so definitely want to set yourself up for success if you're looking for a contract like that um on the av side of things i this should come as no surprise, but you know, a lot of work left still to do with their RFAs. They've always been a team that takes their time with those. Yeah. So they'll figure that out over the course of the off season. I, I wouldn't worry too much about that or anything, mm-hmm. but if the one curiosity there and the one that we've talked about before is the sooner they get Landis Gog's next contract done, the better idea they have of their cap going into the future. Yeah. That'll be a big domino. Um, because I think right now they could probably just pencil in 10 for Makar yeah. and use that as kind of a number just to work off of. Yep. And Hey, if it comes in at nine, great. comes in at eight, seven, five or something. Great. Yep. But plan for 10 just to be safe with Landis Cog. <coughs> you got to know that number. They've got to figure that thing out in the next couple of weeks. Yep. And I think with all the RFA talks starting to heat up, it should be easy. It should be easy enough. That's those are two sides that are invested in each other, for sure. If you can't if you can't make that work, man, one of you is being too stubborn about something. Agreed. Um, I can tell you, uh, Landis Cog is going to make five million five hundred and seventy one thousand four hundred and twenty nine dollars next year. Yep. Or I'm sorry, that'll be his cap hit. He's actually going to make six point five million next year. So, but that is a known quantity. Yeah. After that, we'll see. Um, with the cap not going up, you might see them try and squeeze him a little bit and use the Chris Kreider six point five million as a as a comparable. When you look at their careers, hard not to hard not to disagree. You could see the Anders Lee seven million come into play. I think those are the those are those are a good start. Someone is saying PJ Brody got an NMC. He did get an NMC, and that is a big thing that's like <laughs> more than the years and more than the money. The Avs could, they definitely could not have done nope, that. They would not have been doing that. That uh, would have caused them a problem. Well, the Leafs 
in a bit of an interesting spot there themselves. They have Muzzin on an NMC as well. Um, and they'll be, I guess they, if they wanted to, they could expose Morgan Riley, I guess, but it's just Riley Muzzin and, uh, and Brody, and Brody though, really. Right? Yeah. Cause Sandine would be uh, not, not. Yeah. Yeah. So unless they, unless they do something else, <laughs> it's the least. I don't think, I don't think they, have, they have to worry too much about it being a problem for him. Yeah, probably right. Um, that's a team ripe for the picking for forwards too. Yeah, that's true. When they're protecting Tavares, Matthews, um, Marner, Nylander. Will they have to protect Wayne Simmons because he is an NMC? That was a one-year deal, so no. It is, but like he's technically still on the books. When... It's expiring, so no. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, then Marner, Nylander, uh, probably protecting Kerfoot. Probably protecting Janssen. What other deals are out? I'm just looking, trying to see. Evander Kane's deal. Yeah. Anders Lee, Kyle Lopozo. Yeah, Landy really shouldn't get much. If he gets more than seven, it should not be much yeah. more. Yeah. Seven, five is like a hard ceiling, I would think. Yeah. I can see where Colorado would say six, five looking at this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and especially knowing that the, in the COVID world of flat salary caps. Yep. So 6-5 might be a stronger conversation. So, I mean, I don't know. Not much else happened today. AJ, you and I have been on a four and a half hour hangout stream. So I don't really yeah. know how much more we have to say about the day. Yeah. I mean, the Ryan Murray trade was crazy. Uh, cap dump there yep. for a great deal for New Jersey, but um, really, it's about the big dominoes over the weekend. And if the abs do something big over the weekend, we'll hop on. We'll do an emergency pod. Yep. But really, um, some of these big dominoes have to move. Uh, Jim Benning talked about how hard it was for them to try and shed cap. So, you know, trade talks around the league are are what they are. They're it's tough sledding. You know, I think the Tyler Johnson uh waiver thing tomorrow is going to be a, is going to determine a big piece of this as well because the team that gets him that's that's something that they that's somebody they don't have to sign that's somebody they don't have to trade for they just get a free piece a free player that could fit to somebody's top 6 if they wanted him to sometimes it's just that easy yeah so i think uh i think i think that's just oh keep your eyes Eyes and ears peeled. What? What is this now? The way that Morrow splits his his ah, Marines. Okay. Yeah. Well, he just he just pretty sick. He just danced around four disruptors and lost almost nothing. Pew. Yeah. I just <laughs> I I've tried and tried my so many times I've tried to learn how to micro Marines like can't that. do oh it. It's impossible. God. It's actually impossible. Yeah. Um, that's where this day is at at this point. We're making StarCraft references because nothing happens. Yeah. I mean, what do you... I can, I can tell you that I'm going to screw up Kiefer Shul, uh, Sherwood. I'm going to get him and Cole. I'm going to call him Cole. Cole I'm going to call him sure. Cole. Uh, his, bro- his brother plays for Columbus. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to call him Cole, and I'm going to forget that he's Kiefer. So. <laughs> All the Boston, I all decide today. So it, yeah, whenever whenever those decisions get made, we'll hop on and we'll have a conversation about them. Yep. So 
keep your ear to the ground on that. If you see the Avs do something big, you know we'll be we'll be here. But yeah. uh, until then, we're gonna get out of here for the day. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. As always, consuming the podcast, however you may appreciate it. All of you who hung out on the uh, the chill stream earlier today it was, it was a total fun. blast. Yeah, had a it had a fun. massive time. It was it was a grand time for us. Uh, just bullshitting with you guys all day. Yeah. Gotta love it. Love to do it. Um, but we are done. Do have to shout out Colorado Raptors and our beat reporter Colton Strickler, who is now giving you all of the updates on everything American rugby with the men's and women's USA Eagles 15 teams now practicing out of Infinity Park in Glendale. So if you want to get in on the best rugby America has to offer, that is the place to get it. And of course, you can check out the DNVR rugby podcast that Colton puts out as well as follow the DNVR rugby Twitter and just keep your eyes posted for everything and everything anything and everything, even rugby. He even has 101 pods if you're new to the sport and you want to start getting into it. Supporting us and our partners is a huge part of what keeps us going, and DNBR Rugby is our newest foray as far as sports are concerned. So give that Twitter account a follow. And for us here on the Av side, I'm sure you will hear from us very soon.